All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for coming out for the podcast and set. My guest this week is Mr. Mark Schroeder. Hi, everybody. Hi. Thank you for having me. I'm honored to be here. Thank you. for. We are honored to have you. Uh, so how long have I n known you, Mark? Uh, about six years now. I think we met in 2011. Really? Yeah. It seems like long. It seems. Doesn't it seem longer ago? Well, we're really close. We're we're not. <laughs> <laughs> we're not really close. It does, but it, that a lot has seems... happened to you in particular, in between in between when we met and now. So it seems like well, as long. far yeah, well, I, I'm aging like milk. If that's what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, it was 2011. No, it was 2011. It was like the end of 2011. Actually, yeah, it was when I first heard of your class and signed up. All right, it just feels longer ago. Uh, we can pick a date. We can go back as long <laughs> as we want to go back. No, no, no. Uh, so you came in. How did you wind up? What, had you just gotten to L.A. or you been here no, for a while? No, I'd been here for about three years at that point. And I was doing UCB, or I'd done like a, a number of the UCB courses. And then my coworker at my old, old job had taken class with you, Brian Flaherty. And I don't right. know how he became aware of you. I know he... he was just sort of a comedy, he is a comedy aficionado and just know, know stuff, but I don't know how he became aware of you. But he was telling me one day, we, we were talking about used to be an improv, and he was saying, oh, I'm taking this class with this guy, Miles Stroth. And I was like, okay, I do class at UCB. So I don't know who this Miles Stroth guy is. And he's like, well, you're, you're an idiot. I was like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Uh, and then, yeah, he just kept coming back with stories. I'm like, yeah, it's great, it's great, it's great, it's amazing, it's amazing. I'm like, all right, okay, I'll, I'll do it. And I think what it was is you you... Actually, the end of 2011, you were kind of like light. It was like that last session of the year where people just kind of flee L.A., I think. And right. you were kind of light for a class. And I was like, okay, okay, I'll do it. I'll, I'll jump in. I'll be happy to try it. And we've been living together for six years now. <laughs> <laughs> but you were part of, as I recall, you were, cause a lot of them are here tonight. You came in sort of as part of a crew. Yeah, I took your class by myself, well, with Brian, and then I immediately just started, like, preaching the Miles gospel. I was just saying to my friends, like, this is a great workshop I took with this guy, and he's, like, he's from Chicago, and he, like, yeah. And, and so I kind of started to try and really persuade people, like a Scientologist. To now, to, to, no, but, to but those people you, you brought in, like, it's, I, I remember, like, the people who became... Uh, Private Street, mm -hmm. like they weren't Private Street yet, were they? That was the year that we became Private Street. So we were young, we were young, right. but we were we, we existed. Yeah, I remember talking to all you guys about like sort of being your own home, mm. right? How a lot of people don't have that. It's like it does. Like it's like to me. Um, I hope it's still true for you guys, regardless of where you're performing. Like you can always go back to that home. Absolutely, and I would say it even extends beyond just the team of Private Street that I'm on. I think that the group that, that came in, a lot of them in the, in the audience here today, um, we still have stuck together and we still have that home even within the larger community that we're independently a part of. So they rang true, those were, yeah, those words definitely rang true when you said them and they, they rang true now. I don't think we lost that. No, I mean, clearly not. There's a, a majority of them here tonight. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. So after I built you from scraps, <laughs> what have you been doing? Uh, 
I, I mean, it's a lot of UCB. They, they, I'm on a improv uh, Harold team there, and I was on a mod team there for two years doing sketch. And Private Street was going strong, so it's been a lot of live comedy, uh, fast. And you kind of get spoiled over there. At least when you when you get on a, a Harold team, you get very spoiled because it's. Um, you you are guaranteed a sold out show every week, and you're kind of constantly working on this this forum. Right. So you don't tunnel vision kind of sets in at least for improv. At least it did for me. My indie shows really dropped off because um, time wasn't a factor anymore. It was a factor more so than before. Right. Uh, but also I was I was spoiled with the outlets that I had. So I've pretty much just been very UCB centric in that time. I'm pretty sure back at at that time I probably like told all of you like go there mm-hmm Cause I, I, yeah because yeah. i, I would have because it's if, a weird if, business if asked, move <clears throat> well if, if like if if i were like at, 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 at that point in time if i was like a student here i'd be like yeah i'd go there because mm-hmm. that's 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 the shit that's where stuff's happening that's where industry is yeah i think you did i think you definitely did yeah and you said like that's because you know it's, it's it makes sense i mean it, it is the place yeah so yeah uh for now for now. <laughs> yeah, said David to the mountain. Uh, <laughs> so that's going well. Great. Uh, and I'm, I also was talking briefly outside about how cause it's just a good thing for people. Cause I've, I've said it before here, but it just, it just rings true again. Cause I, me- I remember definitely telling you, because I still tell t- to students today, which is make shit. Yes. Write stuff, make shit, yeah. create product. Yeah. Because uh, that can change everything yeah uh and you've been doing quite a bit of that yeah yeah for sure um i remember when you said it i i i kind of disregarded it at the time you said that i was like oh yeah well there's plenty of time to do that we'll, we'll make shit uh and then you get kind of caught up in improv because improv is, is such a drug it's such like a now immediate high um that you can quickly just want to go off stage and like drink a beer and just talk about the cool thing that you created up there. Right. And just kind of like try and relive this memory. It's like, no, I mean, it could go on. Like 50 people saw that, maybe. It, right. You could polish it and make it better and shoot it. You could do it at a thing, whatever. So yeah. it was more that. It wasn't necessarily, at the time, the jump for me was like, yeah, improv's cool, and then I got to work this whole other muscle to do sketch. It's like, no, it can be a vehicle to get there, or at least a vehicle to train your brain to get there. It's one of those things. It's, it's funny to hear you, you say that because that, of course, uh, describes like. Although to me, it was probably more anal. I suppose my, my old like. I'm not going to do. I'm not going to do sketch. I'm an improviser. Yeah. I'm a purist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why would I ever read the written word? <laughs> uh, but the thing you just said and and the way you describe it is it's like. For someone who thinks like that, because a lot of players out there, I'm sure, think like that, which is there is nothing that says you can't also do sketch. You yeah. can still be an improviser. Yeah. Right? Just also, because I mean, you probably also have a shitty job. Yeah. Well, no, I got a, I but, got a, I got a fun job now, but I've had right. shitty jobs. But you know I what I'm saying? Yeah. It's For like sure. You, oh, yeah. You, 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 can, you can do both. So if you're, if you're doing this at all, do both. Yeah. Is that what people are, is that what people are thinking? Is that kind of the vibe is that the vibe that people have that well, you i think need to like... for some people i mean for me it certainly was i think yeah. for i think it, i think the vibe can be very different for a lot of people i think i think some people like they skip improv altogether yeah and they just want to go to product uh it i mean it just, it's not like you have to be an improviser uh so i think there's all kinds of 
varying levels of that. I just warn people who are like, I'm so into, I'm so into this and only mm -hmm. this. I'm like, all right, cool it. Yeah. It was, cool it, was, it. it was really good to have your voice say that because it's still something I, I, think, I think about it often and we cite it often of, of yeah because you because you framed it in the thing of like of this big regret <laughs> yeah don't be yeah, me yeah it was essentially that don't be me don't do this yeah, I, so. I spent you know 25 years not producing shit yeah not making something yeah uh, so it was like a visit from like marley's ghost is what it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, yeah. and, mankind should have been my business yes i was like okay all right i'll i'll keep christmas in my heart then <laughs> yes <clears throat> All right, my, my job here is done. <laughs> I away. float away. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I've, I've, I've been trying now, now so more than ever. Um, I think I have more than 50% of my feet in sketch now than in improv. Um, between the, the mod stuff I was doing in Private Street is, is we made the leap from improv to very heavy sketch. Um, and it's been great. It's been really wonderful. Yeah, yeah, you've done really well. I've seen a lot of the private street stuff online. Yeah, yeah. You can check uh, us out. <clears throat> we also, I mean, Is we, this the well, time for a plug? You seem like you were leading into a plug. Oh, no. Uh, you, you, you want to plug something? Go ahead and plug something. <laughs> <laughs> if you want the Pack Theater podcast bump. <laughs> <laughs> if you want those 12 people at your show, man. <laughs> Every butt helps. Yeah. Private Street's about to blow up. Pack theater bump. Uh, <laughs> is First Friday of every month at UCB Sunset. You can come see Private Street at that new, new show. Check it out. First Friday of every month at 9 p.m. All right. That was... <laughs> so that wasn't so hard. That was real slutty. You feel gross when you plug... <laughs> Even the stuff you're passionate, you feel slutty about it. Yeah, plug in your own shows. Although I also told you guys too about how terrible I, you know I am historically about selling my own shit. Yeah, you said that. Yeah, I said that. Yeah. Uh, everyone has to push. Everyone has to has to sell. Uh, and you guys are doing a good job of that too. Thank you. Uh, yeah, like the only reason I have this going at all is because I surrounded myself with capable people mm -hmm. uh, who are able to make this happen. Otherwise, I'd still be. Teaching a dumpster outside. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's also there's something behind that because it's not just the cap. There, there's a reason why the capable people are around, you know. And I think it's the it's the stuff that's taught here, and it's specifically uh, the stuff that you teach and kind of the the lens through which you view the work and how you imbue your students with that, or you try to, you know, whether they get it or not is a different thing. But yeah, it's just I mean, it's, I mean that's why it's so it's I think what what's happening here is is pretty solid just because it's built slowly. Yeah. Like, you know, I started teaching on my own probably, I guess, eight years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, I had two, four students. Mm -hmm. And that was fine. I was like, all right, I'll just teach. I'll teach you guys. Yeah. And then the next session, hopefully, I'll get one or two more. Yeah. Uh, and it's built, built over time. And then, you know, fortunate with the people I was able to bring in. Uh, so much everything else. There's real them, and then the people who support. It becomes a community thing. You know, it's it's like it's, it's one of those communities within the larger community. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm just I'm I I wouldn't say proud as much as I'd say I'm flattered 
Hmm. I'm flattered by the support that the place gets. Uh, I mean, I'm certainly proud of it, but that, for me, that, that would mean like I'm taking credit for it. Yeah. Uh, no, I f- yeah, I feel that. <clears throat> uh, I have a weird tangential question that my brain just kind of jumped to. Are you getting whimsical? I'm getting it. <laughs> All the way back. Um, how do you, because how is improv... Uh, for you, kind of affected your social relationships, and that's a weird thing to say. But I, for me, socially, ninety-nine percent of my life, I'm surrounded by like-minded people who have taken classes or in the community who kind of do that. So there's just a common language and a common vernacular. Do you ever get kind of frustrated with people with humans? With humans, yeah. With civilians? With people outside of the community? Yeah. I find them amusing. Okay. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, because I'm, I'm of course, the exact same. Mm-hmm. I mean, aside from, uh, you always feel like a, like a, like you're carrying some weird secret when you're out, <laughs> like, if, if you, like, when I'm standing to wait, when I'm standing waiting to pick up my kid at school, at either, like, one of my two children at school, some small part of me is just like, these people have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I'm making small talk and being polite and just thinking of, you know, horrific things probably. Uh, this is but, like, uh, but at the same this time. Is like Ed Gein's right, like but, 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 <laughs> confession tape. But here's the thing, the, the way I see that is like part of me might think that, but part of me thinks that less and less and less. Like that's a thought I might have had more so years ago because that's similar to me to the fact that like, Everyone thinks, like, they discovered sex, mm. right? The first time you kissed, you don't tell your parents because you're not sure your parents know about kissing, mm-hmm. right? And, mm. and that kind of carries over throughout your life, just like, well, I'm doing some sick, twisted shit now that no one else in the world is fucking doing, <laughs> so I can't let anybody know or they'll think I'm a weirdo. Mm-hmm. And the shit you're doing is probably actually pretty fucking tame, mm-hmm. uh, on a global scale anyway. Uh, but at the same time, you think, no, 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 I'm, I'm a secret thing. Yeah. Uh, whereas, like, no, you're not. Uh, I'm constantly surprised at how funny the normals are. Because hmm. mm-hmm. uh, normal people, people, it's, it's sort of like, you know, in class, how the old lesson of you're the, the worst improviser is the, is the improviser who's just starting to try to be an improviser. Right, because yeah, they, they stopped that. being yeah. themselves, their own natural funny selves, and now they're trying to do something, so they suck at it. Yeah. Uh, whereas normals uh, aren't trying, and a lot of them are just fucking funny, and they just say funny things and observe funny things, and, and they're not trying to be funny; they're just being real. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, but uh, but outside of that, I'm like you. I mean, ninety plus percent of the people who surround me are players or performers mm. or teachers mm-hmm. or industry peoples like that. It's why I, I listen to my wife who, who works from home. A lot of her, I mean, she's, she's got what I call a real job. Uh, she's a senior relationship manager for Mass Mutual. Who's uh, plugging now, Miles? Yes. <laughs> so for all you multi-million dollar <laughs> you got corporations that, bump. that are listening to the <laughs> podcast. That pack theater 12-person bump. That's right. Uh, mass, m- mass Mutual is about to blow up. Uh, 
but a lot of her stuff is on the phone, and, mm-hmm. I, and I'm, I'm hearing the conversations because uh, it's on speaker. She's got the, like, and there's a, like an, it's a meeting, so I'm listening to the meeting, uh, and some of the people are just they're just fucking funny. Yeah. It's just like this the way they're just dealing with the shit they have to deal with. Uh, it's also funny because you also hear the when it's like, all right, this is someone that. Neither one of these people are comfortable talking to each other. Yeah. Because this is the most professional conversation I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, so th- that's when I know to be quiet in mm-hmm. the room, like extra quiet in the room, and make sure the dog doesn't bark and that mm-hmm. kind of shit. <laughs> oh, I have a dog now. Oh. I didn't have a dog. Things have then. changed. It's a, it's a nut dog. you have a dog? I do not. I, w- I would in a heartbeat if I, if I could. Oh. I don't know why we got it. I mean, I... I, no, I <laughs> I know why we got we, we we got a dog for the kids. We got it last Christmas as sort of a like a dog for Christmas, oh, like a puppy, have that. puppy with a bow on. Yeah, it or that was the whole dream. And the way it shook out, uh, and what we wanted was all right. One number one rule: no shedding. We just don't want a dog to shed. Yeah. As far as let's try to get a dog that doesn't shed. Uh, Do they exist? And, and, and what we were thinking of was like a retriever. Some, I think. The, I think don't the, they have like really long hair? Don't they have like no, crazy no, no. long hair? No, the the. the the, well, let's see. Is, is it the, what, what, what? Like the go, there's the golden. Is, 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 that's the only one I know. That's like the, the golden retriever. That's the. Right, that's like the. That's the long shetty. That's dog. long like shetty. Like the hair. shettiest dog there yeah. fucking is, right? But then there's also something in that branch of dogs, or whatever, that doesn't shed. Oh, great! Like a short-haired retriever. Uh, yeah, I, f- I forget what it's called though. There, 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 there's a name for it. Uh, but in any case, we're thinking a dog doesn't shed. Phone in now if you're listening live yes. and you know your dog breeds. Uh, so my, my wife's doing her best to, to chase this down, and she winds up going through animals without borders. So we're going to ad- adopt a dog instead of some purebred or whatever. Uh, and she winds up getting this dog from, like, Kosovo. Uh, that this, has is to a real, f- this is a real story. This is a real story. Okay. And so they fly this dog. I mean, actually... We weren't sure because she was in the. She had like th- three dogs. She was looking at it, and all of a sudden, she gets a call. This dog is coming in from Kosovo, and it needs a home. And it's it, it's landing tonight, and it's been <laughs> on the plane for like a day and a half in a crate. It's gonna be really cranky. And my wife's like, "Well," and, and the dog. We wanted to name our dog Lily, and the dog's name was Lily. No shit, really. And it's like, oh, well, this has to happen. But to, to make it happen, my wife has to go like to an. A parking lot near the airport for the pass off. Okay. Right? Uh, and so she does. And, and she, you got a picture in advance, like and, a picture of the dog. You've seen uh, all no, the idols and stuff. No. It's just it's a dog on a plane at from this Kosovo point, and yeah, you're at, in. At, at, at this point, it was sort of like an emergency. <laughs> uh, so this dog had to have a home. And it, it's, I guess we thought it was in the ballpark of what we wanted. Uh, and so it gets to our house, and it's, it's in this crate, and it doesn't want to come out. You open it, but it's been in that crate for a day and a half. And, it, you know, it, thankfully, it didn't shit or piss in the crate, which is kind of amazing. The dog's about six months old, so it's, it's still kind of a puppy. Uh, it, but it's a good size, and eventually it comes out of the crate that night, I think. Uh, and this dog is like some kind of golden retriever, border collie, Greyhound I mix. I think they all, except the last one, have really long <coughs> hair. Yeah. This dog is the sheddingest fucking dog <laughs> I've ever fucking seen. Yeah. We have hair. I mean, you, 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 you brush it clean. You, 
you do anything, and there's just fucking more hair instantly. Yeah. Uh, so that's that, that's one. It also it's really like super protective, which is good. Except it's like the border. Co- it herds my son. My son is five, <laughs> and it, it, it clearly herds my son because he doesn't know what's going on, and she'll just start, he'll start running, and she'll start pulling him back, and like, no, you go back to the sofa and pet <laughs> me. Uh, so she's kind of nippy. Uh, she's getting much better. She's she's for she's a good sized dog. So we kind of skipped the small puppy cute yeah. phase. We also missed the Christmas Day thing because this happened. The emergency the happened a couple of weeks. <laughs> you were at Cargo City by the airport. Yeah, it, it had happened. Christmas Eve night. And so, the, but the first six kids months woke this, up and the parents weren't. Oh there. yeah, and, and and we realized, like one, this dog doesn't speak English, right? Because <laughs> it's from Kosovo. You know what I'm, what I'm it saying? It knows like, all its commands. Like the basic commands. Mm-hmm. Are just like well, mm-hmm. I don't know what it. So I start, I start looking up, you know, what yeah. are they? What's the language? And there's like, like at least four or more basic languages really? in Kosovo, yeah. uh, all of which have different words for the basic commands. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I'm like, all right, so we're fucked on that. <laughs> and and this dog, sure as shit, still does not like helicopters. <laughs> <laughs> Which just makes you wonder what the fuck was this Jesus. dog going through? It also, contrary to any dog I've ever known, does not run out of the house, which is great. Like if you open the front door, the, you know, most dog would just dart out and take off down the street. Yeah, yeah. This dog sort of stands there and looks around and is kind of like, get back in here. Yeah. You have no idea what's fucking out there right now. There could be a run going by. I mean, she does yeah. though. She's just like, yeah. no, no. Everyone in the house. <laughs> and like, like if I go out in the yard to have, t- have a cigarette, she'll come out in the yard and be like, "All right, finish. Get back, get back in the house." That's so and, weird. And she's not happy until everyone's in the house. And then mm-hmm. she's like, "All right, we're all in the house. <laughs> this is great. We're all in the house. Things are great. Everyone, pet me." Yeah. Uh, so what I'm hearing, I need to shed some more. I'm hearing is don't buy a dog, a dog sight unseen from Kosovo. <laughs> yes, that's. That's the simple lesson. Yeah, <laughs> that I, I, I don't understand why you. It's a very nice thing you did, but a dog is like. I mean, you have to, you have to know a dog to some degree in person before you make that choice. If you hadn't liked the dog, what were they going to do with it? Leave it well, at the. Well, the thing is, you're fucked because you, I, what do you do? All right, so so the dog shows up, and unless this dog attacks one of my kids, right? I can't go. Hey, children, here's the lesson. This dog that showed up and needs a home, I don't like it. <laughs> That's true, yeah. So I'm going to, the thing that you immediately love the moment you saw it, I'm going to give it away. Yeah, they can't detach And they'll probably that. kill it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so ma- Merry Christmas. So how do, you buy a, how do you buy a dog for a family that has kids and avoid that? How do you test drive a, a dog when you have kids? Well, I would say, you know, just go to, there are lots of ways to adopt without having a dog flown in from fucking coast. There are so many ways to adopt. I I think it was just one of those things that my wife got caught up in, and then it became an emergency. And then it was just like, all right, all hands on deck. Let's get this done. Uh, And then once the dog's in the house, it's too late. You're fucked. Yeah. You know, the the kids see it. There's the dog. Oh, we got a dog. Dog's name's Lily. We're already in love. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, the dog's very protective, which is great. The dog's very protective of the kids, which is great. The dog's a little herdy. The dog barks a little bit too much. But other than that, it's a really great dog. Uh, and it's learning more and more all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
So I'm not, I'm not unhappy with the dog. But it was kind of fucked up how we wound up with the, the sheddingest fucking dog in the world. And that was the one thing we said we didn't want. Yeah, that's a crazy thing. I'm surprised <clears throat> you didn't get any kind of dossier on this dog before you, you got it. You got to do some kind of... <laughs> it was an emergency, man. Yeah, I, I don't... You keep saying that. But I don't it was an believe that it was an emergency. It was an emergency. That this the Strauss had to have this dog. The no, this only dog family had to have a home. Yeah, but this is Los Angeles. This is Los Angeles, California. There are so many families. You weren't there, man. <laughs> you weren't there. This is all your you, war all story you, from Kosovo. This all you like, fucking hippies, man. You weren't there. Yeah. You weren't in the shit when it was going down, man. <laughs> the dog needed a home. Looked at my kids' crying eyes. Have you ever looked into your kids' crying eyes? Oh. I was going to say as they slip away, but that's weird. But you should get a dog. <laughs> I, would, get a I dog. would love to, but you have, a, you have a life schedule that can accommodate a dog. I'm out of my apartment for like 15 hours at a time. I don't have a yard. I don't have an outdoor place for the dog to go. You should definitely get a dog then. <sighs> this sounds like a man who bought a dog from Kosovo. <laughs> <laughs> Convincing someone, you should definitely get a dog. It is funny, but... This is just that it's, it's what you do for your kids. Because to me, it's like me and my wife are so fucking exhausted yeah. to begin with. Yeah. Let's throw a fucking dog in the mix. Yeah, it's so smart. <laughs> yeah, because we, we have nothing but free time to Why take not? care of yeah. and train this fucking dog. Yeah. You know, we got, at that point, we had an eight and a four-year-old. It's like we're, we're afraid. Uh, like, yeah, we should, we, should get, we should get them a dog. <laughs> so now you're a full-on like American Norman Rockwell family now. Yes. Yes, we are. And that was the goal. To of the pack nor- theater norman, that was the goal a, a, that was the goal of the pack theater to, to, <laughs> to, to create a norman Walk- rockwell family uh, all right so what's next for mark schroeder um what mountain is currently being climbed okay uh how do i interpret mountain currently being climbed i want to get uh you know my my i want to be doing more with my career uh like professionally you know, uh, finding the paycheck that accompanies the set of skills that I've acquired or think that I, I have, and that's hard. Um, but that's like the, yeah, that's the next mountain. And it's, it's not a tangible thing. It's not really a definable thing, but I want to, that's the mountain. Yeah, yeah that's, the, that's the mountain for, <laughs> for everyone pretty much. Yeah. Uh, unless you want to give up and get a dog. <laughs> you can just give up them goals and get a dog, man. Get a dog from Kosovo. <laughs> Dogs Without Borders, that's what it was called? It was called. I think it's called Animals Without Borders. Animals Without Borders. I think that's what it's called. Okay. So you could have gotten any animal. You could have gotten any... <laughs> yeah. I'm just, <laughs> gotten I'm, any I should be grateful we got a dog. You're lucky you got anything resembling a pet. <laughs> yes. You could have gotten a great white shark. Yes. <laughs> delivered. delivered. But it yeah. needs a home. <laughs> it's been you sitting in a there, tank for man. a day and a half. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I was... Is that, I was, I'm just remembering one Halloween you dressed up as me. I did, yeah. <laughs> I was Miles Stroth for Halloween. I, I, was, I killed that. I crushed that so hard. It was just funny because I, I saw a picture. I saw a picture of you doing it, and you were you sort of. Po- it was one of those things where you sort of posed as me in a certain. Yeah. You know, your head was angled a certain way, and for us, I thought it was me. Really. <laughs> For a second, I, I thought it was a picture of me. I'm like, oh, I, I, I wasn't yeah. at that party. I'm like, uh, it was like, oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> what's got- more, what's more was the it was a an improv party. It was like a potluck Halloween party where people divided right. into teams and did sets in the in the apartment. Um, so all night I did improv as Miles Stroth, dressed as Miles. And you killed, right? 
I crushed there it. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing I was missing? Dog from Kosovo. Dog from Kosovo. Uh, that was funny, though, just because it's just weird to, s- to see that. Just like, wow, that looks like me. How, mm-hmm. does, how does he look? Because it's a podcast, you can't see us, but we look nothing alike. Yeah, we don't look alike. Uh, well, at the time, your hair was shorter. Uh, it was almost like... Um, yeah, I've given up. I just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This isn't... This isn't, this isn't like, yeah, I grew my hair out. It's like, yeah. no, I haven't got it cut. I haven't yeah. shaved. Yeah. Well, both of, both. You're lucky I'm not in pajamas right now. <laughs> you, you could be. It's a podcast. <laughs> but I was wearing jeans, and it actually was very similar to what you have. It was a white T-shirt, <laughs> jeans, but it wasn't a plaid. It was just like a black. It was the black button, shirt. Yeah, that you wore the all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you have like two. I, I have like, I have like a, you have like a home and an away jersey, and that's all, you, <laughs> that's all you wear. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. If I'm doing a show, I'm probably going to be wearing this shirt or, or, or that black shirt. It's good to have a brand. What you do, you have a lot of signature things. When you uh, perform with Heather, you come out, you take a chair, you sit down, you're constantly exhausted. That became a bit yeah. that, that was just me being fucking tired. Yeah. The first time I did it, I just, I didn't meet, the, I don't know why it was so, the first time I did it, I came out and we were first out because mm-hmm. we were the guest team. Yeah. And there were chairs on stage. Mm-hmm. And it was like 11.30 at night. And <laughs> yeah. I'd gotten up at 7 in the morning. Yeah. So I sat down. And everyone thought that was hysterical. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm sitting. Uh, well, I mean, I think the joke of it was to that audience, to those particular people, this is their perception, you were the oldest person they've ever seen on that stage. <laughs> <laughs> ever. <laughs> By a lot. That's their perception. All right. That's what that audience. That was, that was very mean. <laughs> I tried to frame it with the perception thing, but. <laughs> well, people All do right. shows where they do improv with their dads and stuff. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so there, there are conceivably improvisers <laughs> older than me. Uh, that's funny when I think back, just because when I was coming through, uh, there weren't any like when like when the family was playing and I was in my late twenties, there was no good improvisers over forty. Mm-hmm. There were no old improvisers who were like that guy's a great improviser. Yeah, because that would have meant what would that have meant that they started doing it before? I would imagine that things really changed. I guess. Well, it's, as far as like there were great comedic you know players, mm-hmm. uh, but they weren't improvisers. They weren't like. Uh, like long form players because yeah. long form was still pretty new. Yeah. Uh, but now when I look like the, to me it's like most of the best players I know, are in their late forties, yeah. early fifties. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's it's just kind of cool that you can be like because I'm I, I can't wait till I'm like you know assuming I live to be like eighty mm-hmm. and and playing. That's what we need. We need being, that. Yeah, we need like a a older person like really just killing it, just really crushing it. For some reason, you I think started that's a shot. You started this. You led this down the age thing, which I completely agree with you, because I know what you're saying is like long form is a different mentality, and if mm-hmm. you took people that were practicing what at the time was improv when you were learning it prior to you learning it, their version of improv was not what you guys were learning. Right, yeah. And if you and threw them in that scenario, they wouldn't be able to Yeah, cause, do as, the as work. I say, I mean, there were people, because I mean, I'm sure, certainly, you know, Elaine May, mm-hmm. I'm sure could have held her own I, I, <laughs> yeah, well, on an improv or could stage. She, could she really? Uh, you don't know. 
Uh, I'm, pr- I'm pretty like, sure she could have. If you threw like, um, okay, if you threw like Bill Murray now, if you took Bill Murray right now and had him do like uh, a long form like montage, he'd be uh, great. You think he'd be great? Sure. Yeah. Guys like that, yeah. Uh, if you had him do a mono scene, be good. Yeah. Yeah. Funny's funny. I mean, he's not gonna. I mean, those guys are all. And plus, like, they're aware. I think of everything. Yeah. And again, like to me, <clears throat> I'm thinking I'm, I'm more thinking like who was around. Like there weren't good older players around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, I'm talking about like what we were doing, which was long form, not to sort of sketch or short form stuff. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're, and I, I look back, I'm sure like, you know, Belushi could have, oh, he, like he didn't get to be old. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we're. We're there now. <laughs> All right, does anyone have any questions for Mark? You get a lot of people oh. in the house. Yes. Uh, well, actually, I actually have a two-parter. One, just to piggyback on what you just said. Well, how was it playing, like, at PatCon, you had, like, Adam McKay. You had, like, people from the family on. You had some people who haven't played in a while. So before I ask my question, just really fast, how, how was that for you, and how do you think it was for them having not played for a while? It was great for me. Uh, and it was funny because... Adam was 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 kind of like uh, haven't played in a, in a while. I'm like, yeah, you're you're probably the funniest guy I fucking know, and hmm. pretty much you're yeah. I'm sure you're gonna tank it tonight. Uh, so like you know, guys like him and Dorf and Ian. It's like they're never gonna be. It's like I was, I've, I've had a couple of conversations with Ian Roberts where he's just like, yeah, I just can't play anymore, and I'm like, yeah, you're terrible. <laughs> you're just awful to be on stage with. Uh, <laughs> You know, there, I, it's funny, I was sitting watching that show, like watching a couple of those scenes, like with Adam and Ian, just took me back to the old days. I'm just like, wow, you're just, look at that. You're just, fuck, this is just beautiful. You're killing it. Uh, so it was, yeah, it was great for me, and, and they had a good time, so good times all around. Um, but for Mark, um, you've been taught by Miles, and you've gone through the UCB program, which are obviously similar, but, but different in approach to how they, how they attack improv, I think. Um, are there still things that Miles taught you that you think of now that you think you use when you play now on stage? Yeah, uh, one of the things that Miles taught me that really, really sticks with me is um, when I first started taking his classes, I, I, I guess I'm an actor, so I have taken acting lessons, I guess as you call them, and, and I had this pattern of like trying to like, kind of trying to fix things in a scene, like trying to fix things with a scene partner or whatever, and I was bringing that into my, my improv. It was like, okay, if I got an unusual character, I'm trying to fix the situation. And Miles kind of saw that pretty early on and called it out. He's like, no, you shouldn't be trying to fix them. You should be making the, the situation worse. It should, you should always be thinking, like, like, where shouldn't we be? Who shouldn't I be? Where shouldn't this be happening? And that sticks with me more than, that is a voice that's kind of constantly there. There's other things for sure, but that's like the one that just kind of sparks, sparks to the top of my uh, memory now as you bring up that question. Um, and sometimes it's gotten me into trouble a lot because UCB is not crazy about second line warp speed. <laughs> and a lot of times um, an initiation will happen and that'll click into my brain and my second line will be who shouldn't I be, where shouldn't we be? And then that <laughs> kind of, where the accelerator's already gone, and they're just like, whoa, 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 you don't even know what the unusual thing is, and which makes sense. You I know? do know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when somebody comes out with a very fantastic, wonderfully formed, uh, absurd character, and then I snatch it away in the second line. Yeah, we know what that is. No. 
But that's, yeah, that, that rings true for me very, very often. Yeah. Yeah, it's a debate. It's funny because I think it was Heather who framed it in the way of what makes the situation worse. Mm. It's like that was a very simple way of saying basically what, what's been going on. But that's, yeah, just in, in any way you can think of what makes this situation yeah. worse is going to make it funnier. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anything else from Mark? Really? Oh, no. Is, no this, light, is this less questions no than one. a guest usually no. receives? I, I just want there to be a long pause. Where Mark, where, Mark, where are you from originally? I'm from the suburbs outside of Philadelphia originally, um, Upper Darby, Pennsylvania, which is where Tina Fey went to high school, same high school as Tina Fey. <laughs> Why the fuck would you say that? I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to humanize an otherwise benign story. <laughs> Yes, I well, I grew up in Oak Park, Illinois, uh, where everybody's from. Where Hemingway's from. <laughs> yeah, but where did you die? So that, what, it's Spain, I think. I'm I think so. Guessing completely. Did he die in Cuba? No, he died know. at the end of a shotgun. <laughs> well, yeah. That's where. So he died, died in a multiple places. <laughs> yes. Well, he, he died in one. He was found in many. Mm. Uh, all right. With that, let's do a set. <laughs> It's uh, Mark and Miles, and uh, we're going to perform a set for you using a suggestion of anything at all to get started. <laughs> suggestion of anything at all. Air conditioner. Air conditioner. Thank you. Air conditioner. Yeah, it's your, it's your coils. Yeah, it's, it's, it's gone. Thanks. That's great. Um, uh, yeah, all right. You just, there's yeah. nothing I can do. It's the coils. When, it, when, it, when it's the coils, there's just there's, there's no fixing it. <laughs> I bought this air conditioner about a month ago. It's, it's relatively new. It should be simple fix. If you got a new one. Oh, really? Car, yeah. Oh, let me take a second look. Oh, it's not on. There you go. <laughs> is that really it's, it? Is that really it? Yeah, I it was, wasn't on. I am really sorry that I brought you up here. Oh, no, no. So no, 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 no. <laughs> what are you doing now? You want to stick around? No, I, I got to get back to work. That's 100. <laughs> that's 140. 140 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Grab a seat. I keep uh, stuff in the closet. Grab a seat. I'm not going to sit. You're really good at what you do. I'm going to tell you. I have 30 guys up here. They couldn't even, they couldn't even figure out what it was. <laughs> you want a beer, man? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, where is it? Where is it? You want a beer, man? You want a beer, man? What? Yeah, I want a beer, man. Ah, but it is not. It is not hot. <laughs> you look like a man who could use a beer. <laughs> I could always use a beer. Uh, <laughs> all right, those, those, those guys are idiots. <laughs> look, um, I'm a lonely man, and um, <laughs> it's been kind of it's been kind of lonely up here. Um, I'm trying to write this novel, and uh, it's not coming together the way I want. Well, you're a writer, huh? Yeah, I'm a novelist. Me, me too. No shit. <laughs> no shit. 
Why not? What do you like? Novels? Novellas? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Newspaper articles? Sure. <laughs> Greeting cards? Tons. <laughs> Skywriting? <laughs> really? That's amazing. There's a way to write. I've done it. Are you sure? <laughs> written every single way that a man can write. You're a writer, right? I mean. What brings you to the top of the mountain to learn the ancient art of calligraphy? Well, well that. <laughs> you just said, what brings you to the top of the mountain? <laughs> Framed it as a question. It was actually a statement. <laughs> Turns out calligraphy is very easy. I didn't need to go to the top of the mountain to learn calligraphy. What are you doing fixing air conditioners? You also don't generally do calligraphy with a broom. <laughs> you do it like a long step. You do that long guy long. was nuts. <laughs> well, I can relate to that. Look, um, if you want to go, you can just go. I, I completely understand. You don't want to be up here and you're, you're look, not a list. Look, you dig me. <laughs> I do. I, I, I get that. All right. <laughs> Pay me for the work. Pay me for the work. I, I don't want that holding. I don't want that hanging over me. 140. 140. Cash. Cash is king. <laughs> <laughs> inside this, this hospital. <laughs> and I, thought to, I thought to myself, that guy, that guy could use a good story right now. I appreciate that. I this, is like my, this is like I'm telling a good story yeah. and I'm doing my good deed yeah, for the day. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to get your mind off what, off what is it? What, what do you got? What are they looking at? Uh, they were looking at my, my left side. My left side? <laughs> yeah, there was a pinching... There's a pinching in my left side. 
There was a pinching. <laughs> there was a pinching in my left side, and I said, we don't know what it could be. I went in. Nothing. You're not a doctor. You're not a doctor. You're not. You're a man. You're a stranger Everyone driving by hospital. You mean, you mean like you sit there and like, oh, little pinch there. Yeah, that's exactly. Everybody gets that. And why did they ask for a biopsy? They said they did. They poked around and hurt more, and they said we should really take a look. I, yeah, pinching could be a number of things. It's, uh, so it's the left side. It's the left side here. That's that. Ah, that's, yeah, that's the left side. It's the left side there. You cut those nails. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're going to need to do a lot of tests. A lot of very expensive tests. Okay. Um, but to make sure, we have to rule everything out. Everything. Because this could be anything. <laughs> I can tell you more about it. If you want, or if you just want to go ahead with the test, it's fine. The more you tell me about it, the more I'm going to want to do more tests. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go to another doctor. I'm going to go to I'm another the only doctor here. No, I'm going to go to another. <laughs> not at the hospital. I'm going to go to another hospital. I'll be there. <laughs> you will, buddy. <laughs> didn't come out. So it's very important that I stay here and I get this looked at. That guy must be like a teleporter. To <laughs> <laughs> just suddenly appear in so many <laughs> disparate locations. I think what it probably happened is he just followed me around. <laughs> I'm the common link. <laughs> he knew I was going to hospitals. Because we had a very haunting but exchange. But he had to follow you and right at the last second, like get past you. And, and, yeah, and I don't like it either. It's not the thing that I enjoy about this man. All right, but this doctor is good. Right? Yes, this doctor's it's a it's a woman and it's a real woman because he fooled me a couple times. <laughs> and she she gave an X-ray, an actual X-ray. There was a shadow. There was a strange shadow. So we did a biopsy. They took a little bit out, and they're looking at it now. So I'm a little nervous, and yes, I would love for you to take my mind off it with a story. Because <laughs> as you can see, a lot's happened to me. I can't get, I can't get past this, how this guy got. <laughs> I'm telling That's you. That's gonna I'm, piss me off. <laughs> you understand how frustrating it is for me. I'm telling you, there's no supernatural aspect to it at all. He's just a, a weird doctor with a lot of time on his hands. Yeah, he's, he's, there's something going on there. Because <laughs> it doesn't make sense how he... Because when you told the story, you were very specific about how you went from one hospital to the other one. So even if he was following you at the last second, how did he get... Maybe he's, just, maybe he's just like a short teleport. <laughs> like he follows you all the way there, and then at the last second, teleports to like 20 feet. 
<laughs> and it turns around. A short, you. A short, <laughs> like a short distance teleport. Like he can only travel a short distance. Although that's still saying that someone's a teleport. <laughs> Are you supposed to just leave your car parked outside the hospital like that? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's fucked, right? <laughs> are you gonna tell him? What are you gonna do? Tell him? <laughs> I'm just doing my job, right? I'm just doing my job. Cool, cool. Done. <laughs> do you take the? Do you, how do you decide if the front goes up or if the back goes up? Like, is that is that like a a, a call that you make or is it based on the vehicle? Cool. All right. Very right. cool. I see you playing it there. I got tow months. Hey, dude, I got tow months. I got tow months, dude. I'm right there with you, man. I got tow. That's great. That's fucking great. That's great. I've never met anyone who got in tow. This is why people don't fucking like you, dude. This is why people don't like you and your. Who are you talking to? I'm talking to you, Tom, man. Who, who's telling you people they don't like me? Everybody who's ever gotten tow. Everybody? Everybody. Bullshit. That's, that's the whole world. You you can't know that. Yeah. <laughs> the idea of a tow truck guy, everybody hates the idea of a tow truck guy. Because you only see him when he's doing something bad. Tow truck guy doesn't help you. Ah, oh, you're gonna take the back, huh? That guy's gonna regret that. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got a little surprise for him. <laughs> <laughs> makes me pretty happy. A little surprise for him under my bumper. No shit. Should we move a couple seats down? You know what would be great? If I was teleport right now, I could teleport out to my car, start it, and move it. Are you side acting up? Yeah, my left side's acting up. <laughs> Let me take a look. No, <laughs> no, you're not. I, I fix air conditioners. I know shit. It's only because I've seen so many doctors, and this woman has taken a long time. I'm sorry for making you wait so long. All right. Well, um, did you test it? Did you know? We're not done testing. <laughs> okay. We had the x-ray. Okay. It showed what appeared to be some kind of shadow. We took... We, well, you already knew that. You already knew I that. I knew that part. We took a small biopsy out of your left side, and we've been looking at it. Mm -hmm. It's very small. Okay. When you look at it, it's, what we're seeing is very small. <laughs> the thing that you took out is small, or the thing that's well, the wrong thing with it? Well, the thing we took out is small. And when we look at it, what we see is a very, it's, it's cellular. Lady. We put it under a microscope, and we, the microscope magnifies it. You are <laughs> the last hospital where that man is not. I have What man? What are you talking about? I'm going to tell you something right now, and I don't want to hear short-term teleporter. Doctor who's been appearing at the hospitals you go to? Yes. All right, I can't tell you the results of the biopsy. What? 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 What?
see this shit? Yeah, I saw that. Okay, I'm, I'm on board. I'm on board with your shit. A I'm grape on. came down. <laughs> and then she threw like a smoke bomb. On her, which was dumb because I could see her run off. <laughs> right after she did that. I don't, I don't, that part I don't care about. But now, okay, look. I'm on board with you, man. Something weird's going on. And my life's in jeopardy. And I didn't want right. to have to say this, but I need you now. All right. All right, here it is. <laughs> I was at this guy's house, right? Okay. And this guy's lonely. Like, pathetic and lonely. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good story. <laughs> This is the most boring moment <laughs> of my life. Yeah. Seems like something pretty exciting is happening in there. Do they take the front? You're going to take the back. You're going to take the back out. Taking the back. It's already hooked up. It's taking the back. Then why don't you just tell me, man, that that's how you do it? You do the back. That's fine. And we wouldn't be in this fucking kerfuffle here. Because I thought you might have seen it. You're standing there fucking watching me the whole time. I've <laughs> seen. That's how I hooked up to Cobb. I'm just trying to have a conversation with a cool dude and what? level that wall between the normal people and the shitty tow truck driver. Try to humanize you, dude. All right, all right, all right. All I want to do is humanize all right, you. All right, all right, all right. You think I'm a cool dude? I'm warming up. You want to ride the tow truck? Fuck yes, dude. Fuck, you know what? It's better than riding in a cop car. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, it's not. <laughs> no, there's nothing to do, really. You're a little bit higher up. You're a little bit higher up than a cop car. Than a cop car, yeah. <laughs> Unless the cop car is an SUV, and that's almost identical. <laughs> come on, come on, come on, come on. Hey, let's just reverse it. Let's go, 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 go. Shit, man. This is what first I call thing you'll, first truck. thing you'll notice. Yeah. No seatbelts. Like a school bus. Like an old school bus. Looks like any old car that doesn't have seatbelts, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fucking yank these things out. No shit. Like, yeah. a, like a safety like restrictor? You just take it that's out. A bu that's how tow truck drivers really do it. Oh, my fucking. You know what? I'm going to text my friend right now. And tell him I met a cool tow truck driver. <laughs> Send. anti-tow truck stuff in my life, I can't even tell you. When I see whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> when I was younger and dumber, didn't know as much as I know now, I did so much anti-tow truck shit to tow trucks I would see. It still counts. It counts. We keep track. There's a log. 
There's a law that all tow truck drivers know about. It keeps track of every anti-tow truck thing that's ever been done. I've done, that. I've done a lot of them. I've done a lot of them. But I'm different now. It was a different time. It was a different place. I'm a different man now. What's your name? Kyle. Not Kyle Rogers. I've done a lot of bad things. I'm not proud of them. Now, I used to be very proud of them because I used to fucking hate you guys. But I'm not proud of them now. All right, Kyle Rogers. Let's go for the ride. Well, I thought you said the seatbelts were taken out. Holy shit. That's not a seatbelt. No. It looks a lot like a seatbelt. <laughs> you know, I'm still going to try and enjoy this. I'm still going to enjoy this. Because I don't think you're as bad as you think you are. I think tow truck guys, I think they're pretty cool. <laughs> hey, where are we going? Stop trying to butter me, all right? I know what you are. I know what you've done. <laughs> hey, that, now that's a closed road. That's a closed, they have a thing. Okay, we're going off road. We're seeing what the tow truck can yeah, do. Yeah, seeing what it can do. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> yeah. You know, this hey, is still fun. Looks like the bridge is out. Huh? Yeah, 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 but you wouldn't mess Let's up a fight on the field like this. Go for you it. wouldn't mess up a fight. Yeah, yeah, I'm cool with it. Yeah. but now that he has gone to the eternal slumber, we commit what's left of his body to the ground and here with only family and only friends and only... Why is no one investigating? <laughs> I'm sure they are. The last text he sent me was that he just met a really cool tow truck driver. <laughs> that seems like such a clue. <laughs> It's such, such a clue. I'm just a minister. I'm just a minister. I'm just a minister, and I'm trying to get through the. But no one, no one's helping. I understand that, and I think you should go to the police after this. But let the family grieve. I went to the police. <laughs> yes, I'm here to report a murder. Officer. <laughs> Oh! <laughs> yes? Yes, I'm here to report the murder! Oh. Pretty cute. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, you are. No. <laughs> My boyfriend was murdered. He sent me a message that said he just met a really nice tow truck driver. And then he went, crashed off a bridge into the ravine. Okay. In a tow truck. Okay. It seems like those things are related. <laughs> I don't think you know how crimes, crimes work, but the tow truck driver would be dead. And if they didn't find a tow truck driver's body, then it must have been an accident. They didn't find a tow truck driver's body. They found my boyfriend's body strapped into the passenger seat of the tow truck. <laughs> 
<laughs> and at least what was left of him. That's not, that's not normal. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay come the tow truck driver wasn't there. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm very suspicious. I know that. Yes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You gotta understand, we get a lot of phony calls this time of night. And a lot of people like you rant and raving, and I'm a hard, bitter cop. <laughs> very sorry. You don't seem hard and bitter, you seem nice. Well, it's what's underneath that always surprises them. That's a creepy thing to say. <laughs> See? Okay, I'm gonna do some real detective work this time. It's been a long time since I've had to do it. But I'm gonna summon deep and I'm gonna be a cop on this one. All right, thank you. What is it? What is it, Frank? You got me out here in the middle of the night. Um, how do you be a cop? How do you do, how do, you do cop stuff? You're good. You solved the, the Rutherford Strangler guy. The Rutherford Strangler? You got yeah, him, Yeah, it was the right? Rutherford Strangler. You got him, right? It was pretty obvious. He was, he was strangling people in public. <laughs> he only strangled a couple and they called me and I caught him. Cool. This is great. This is a great start. Stay back here. The nickname really he didn't deserve. <laughs> the Rappenford Strangler. Because he just was strangling a couple people and I showed up and arrested him. They break up blown way out of proportion. <laughs> I'm not really a hero, that's what I'm saying. You can't, I need you for this one. You don't shatter an image for me right now. All right, I'll try. Hold it together. I'll try. Hold it together. Oh, thank you. Thank you, they sent a real cop in. Oh, my, uh, my boyfriend, he was strapped into a tow truck and a tow truck went over a bridge and he's dead and he's burned out. That's what killed him. Yes, that's what killed him. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> no, they didn't find the tow truck driver's body, and I think the tow truck uh, driver was probably teleported. <laughs> <laughs> teleported out of the truck at the last second. This is the worst police station I have ever, ever been to. Hey, I'm a hero cop. I caught the Rutherford Strangler. Look, no. Just get the fuck in there. I, I tried. Could, I could crush that. I could kill that. And you fucked this whole thing up. I tried. I'm gonna go eat a bullet. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not a cop, I'm not a man. Don't. You're, you're fine. You're a man. You're a cop. Just I need you to just maybe retire. Turn in your badge. You're gonna retire. You get yeah. I get you. No, no. <laughs> I, Although he sounded nice. I, I believe you. So you had a text message that said, um, I just met a really nice tow truck driver. I think, I think it was suicide. <laughs> I really think it was suicide. You see it, my boyfriend suicide. got a tow truck <laughs> and he drove it 
until it was heading toward a bridge that was out, and then he strapped himself into the passenger seat for no apparent reason. Before the tow truck careened over the cliff and into the ravine. This is great police work. <laughs> this is really great. This is better than I could have come up with. I don't know why you made me tell you all that. I'm here trying to get help. You're a priest for God's sake. We don't get a lot of interesting stories in clergy. And you seem awfully distraught and um, I was trying to do God's work. So that's the day I've had. I'm sorry to hear about your side. Look, um, I hope it's I nothing. I hope it's nothing. That's very. But it sounds bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't normally. Uh, I normally try to pick up women. Um, places like this. I, um, would you be interested in maybe grabbing a drink with me after this? My boyfriend just committed suicide. I'm trying to come to terms with that. I just told you about it. And your, your answer is to ask me out for drink? What's wrong with men? <laughs> You're all animals except my sweet boyfriend. All he ever wanted to do was make friends with a tow truck driver. <laughs> but he killed himself. That's what they say. So. <laughs> so what? So I don't think you should mourn for his loss. If he wanted out. I'm mourning for my loss. I lost him. He lost, he lost his own life. I don't fully understand human emotions. <laughs> <laughs> You're like that guy I heard about. You know the lonely guy? <laughs> Have you heard that story? <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a great story. <laughs> somewhere who's really, really sad and lonely. I love that story.